Do you remember the depths of the Omicron winter in late 2021 when it felt impossible to find a COVID test? I can't forget standing in the crazy long lines with my family at those pop-up testing sites across the city. And I'm sure that you can recall when scam after scam came to light, as some sites were giving faulty results while cashing in on the federal reimbursements. Well, in one of those scams, the owner of a Chicago-area lab got over $83 million from the federal government. Now he's been indicted with 10 counts of fraud and one count of theft of government funds. Kelly Bauer, who's senior editor at Block Club Chicago, has been following the story from the beginning and joins us now to give us an update. Hey, Kelly, welcome back to the show. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Wow, $83 million. Start by telling us about the owner of Lab Elite and what prosecutors are saying this lab did wrong. Of course. So the owner of Lab Elite, which was based out of Norwood Park on the far northwest side, is Vishan Alvi. And prosecutors this week said that Mr. Alvi had workers at his lab give people negatives even when their tests hadn't been run. And if people actually then turned out to be positive, they wouldn't tell them since they'd already given them negatives. Prosecutors said he also told workers to throw out tests and to incorrectly run tests but tell people their results were still negative, even though in reality the results were inconclusive or not reliable. The lab's being accused of telling some people they had negative results when the lab knew the results were actually positive. Really? And this came during the height of the Omicron surge. So prosecutors specifically said that, in their words, the scheme took place between February 2021 and February 2022. So as a lot of Chicagoans will remember, this was when people were desperate for testing and these pop-ups were very popular. But a lot of people didn't know how trustworthy they are or were. Now we're starting to get mm-hmm. some answers about some of the concerns at both sites. Well, do, do you think to that end, do you think it's fair to say that this contributed to the spread of COVID that winter? Because it was it was think, crazy. Yeah, it was it was some of the worst that we've seen during the pandemic. Um, At the time, I was writing stories about Lab Elite and other pop-up testing companies that have now come under scrutiny. And people told me that they would go to these pop-up testing sites, not just at Lab Elite, but with other companies based in the Chicago area. And they would get negative results, even though they had symptoms. And then they would sometimes test positive elsewhere. So I have had Chicagoans who told me that they are worried that they did spread the virus to other people who might have been vulnerable to it without knowing. What else did customers of the lab, when when you talked to them last year, what did they say about their experiences with Lab Elite? Yeah, so a lot of customers said that they never got results um, or that they would come, you know, weeks late. They uh, said that the results they got didn't seem to make sense. For example, those folks who had symptoms but were still told they were negative, things like that. Um, and prosecutors say that it wasn't just that, that Lab Elite was also telling, was incorrectly billing the federal government, which is how it got that $83 million, mm-hmm. that it billed the government for tests that were never even run or for tests that people themselves had already paid for. Wow. And and some customers said that they encouraged them to not write down their insurance information, which, of course, yeah. would have allowed the lab to get that money instead of charging the insurance companies, right? 
Yes. So the way it was working was that if you didn't have insurance, then the government was reimbursing these companies for your tests because they understood things were so bad that they wanted folks to be able to get affordable testing. Um, So we've heard that folks at Lab Elite and at other companies were encouraged to say that they didn't have insurance or not put down their insurance information. And now prosecutors have said that is part of their charges against Mr. LV, that that it uh, did bill people privately and then also ask the government for reimbursement. And so we're clear, what does the federal indictment say he spent the money on? <laughs> so it said that the company was given uh, $83.5 million from the federal government for this, like, incorrect testing, mm-hmm. and that Mr. Alvey moved some of those funds into his own personal account. When they seized his account in February 2022, they said there was $6.8 million just in his personal bank account. But the prosecutor said that Mr. Alvey also used funds to buy luxury cars, including a Mercedes-Benz, a Range Rover, a Lamborghini, a Bentley, and a Tesla. Wow. And, that he, <laughs> and <laughs> on top of that, the thing that I know everybody always, you know, it's a huge thing right now, um, that some of the money also went toward buying stocks and cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. Do you think that there's anything the federal government could have done at the time to to try to prevent these sorts of scams? Because I I remember that time being so chaotic, Kelly, and and I remember the testing sites filling a great need back then. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, even at the time, we had started hearing from people who were concerned. You know, they said, like, these testing sites aren't giving me results, or I went in and they gave me my result in two seconds, things like that. So when we started poking into it, I personally was going to these sites and saw firsthand how chaotic things were. People were just so desperate to get tested because they didn't want to spread the virus. They wanted to help keep folks safe. Um, At the same time, government officials wouldn't really say at that time Mm. if the pop-ups could be trusted. Um, I spoke to officials, including some lawmakers, who have said that we do need to impose stricter guidelines for these kinds of things. You know, if there's future worries, um, future pandemics, Mm -hmm. then we need to do a better job to be prepared so that people can't be taken advantage of. Yeah, I mean, because this isn't the only lab in the area that was accused of misconduct, right? Yes. So our reporting showed that there were very serious concerns at at least four Chicago-based COVID-19 testing sites. Mm. And together, these sites had hundreds of pop-ups across the United States, processed millions of tests. So that's, you know, potentially millions of people who were being affected by this. And they got more than $582 million from the federal government. So there's wow. some very serious concerns about this. Well, what is next for Mr. Zishan Alvi, owner of Lab Elite? Uh, yeah, so Mr. Alvi is facing several federal charges. He could face, you know, several decades in prison if he is convicted of those. Now the process just begins. Of course, prosecutors um, emphasize that he is innocent until proven guilty. Um, but they did say that what the, Mr. Alvi and the lab did put people at risk and defrauded taxpayers, if it is accurate. That's Kelly Bauer, senior editor for Block Club Chicago. Thanks for the update, Kelly. Good talking to you. Thank you so much.